to the Master Key Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where you will learn how to tune in, unlock, and attain using Charles F. Panel's perennial philosophy of success, the Master Key System. Your host is publisher, author, and world-renowned expert on Hanel and the Master Key System, Tony Mahalski. The Master Key Podcast is made available to you by www.masterkeycoaching.com. Visit masterkeycoaching.com to read valuable articles, observations, and insights about the Master Key System and the philosophy of success. To obtain your very own copy of the Master Key System free of charge, please visit www.thefreemasterkey.com. You'll be glad that you did. And now, here to help you tune in, unlock, and attain, here's Tony. Good evening, one and all, and welcome to the Master Key Coaching Teleseminars. This is episode number 48. Can you believe we almost have done 50 of them so far? And it's uh, been quite a wild ride. If uh, you've been listening uh, to all of the episodes as we've done them, or if you've been downloading them, um, if you're new to these teleseminars, well, you can visit www.tuneinunlockattain.com. Get all the past episodes from the very first episode uh, in which I described the five major things you should be getting out of reading and studying the Master Key System to the most recent one, which I just posted yesterday, and or was it Sunday? Well, Sunday was yesterday, so which I just posted yesterday, which was uh, our conversation from last week, in which we reviewed, probed, prodded, dissected, and, and really got correct how to do the exercise for week two of the Master Key System. I am your host. My name is Tony Mahalski. I'm the owner of Callisti Publishing, and we publish all of the books by Charles F. Hanel, all the Master Key-related books, from the Master Key System to Mental Chemistry to the New Psychology. I even wrote an additional book called The Master Key Workbook, which is just an amazing way to uh, really understand and put to practical use the philosophy of success that Charles F. Hanel describes and in the Master Key System. Now you can get all of those wonderful books in one great package that I like to call Charles F. Hanel's Complete Master Key Course. And you can get that at www.thecompletemasterkeycourse.com. It's amazing. You're going to love it. The price is just out of this world, and it comes with so much stuff. Books, supplementary books, study guides, coaching, Phone, one-on-one phone coaching, uh, email coaching, discount cards. It's it's a really an, a, an amazing set. Please get it for yourself. Get it for someone you love. Tell your friends about it. Tell everyone you know about it. I have all the buttons there for the social networking, so you can share it on your Facebook page and on your Twitter and, and on your Google Plus and everywhere else. It's really amazing. I'm really proud of it, and you're going to love it, and everyone you know is going to love it. This is a, a, a great set, and it's everything uh, you need to, to 
understand and use this wonderful philosophy of success. And uh, when you visit that page, which is, again, www.thecompletemasterkeycourse.com, you'll see what all the emails and phone calls I've received uh, from people who've got the course and how they just rave about it. You're going to love it, just like they love it. So please visit that link and uh, get the course, as we like to call it. Now let's move on and let's talk about the exercise for week three of the Master Key System. You know, the first two weeks, not very exciting, but very necessary. It's the groundwork that we're laying, the foundation. And last week we really reviewed the exercise for week two, and I hope that if you either listened last week or, or if you listened to the uh, download at uh, tuneinunlockattain.com, that uh, now you understand how to really do that exercise. And it's not about inhibiting all thought and becoming Mr. Uh, Zen Yogi Master. It's really about noticing our thoughts and stopping them, inhibiting our thoughts, noticing the thoughts are coming in and then stopping it. So it's really an exercise in stopping those thoughts as they come about makes it I hope that made it easier for you and, and, and that so that you know you can do it. It's not in Mr. Hannel wasn't asking you or us to do something impossible. He was just giving us this exercise. And that exercise now leads to what Mr. Hannel promised last week would be something a little more interesting and it really and truly is. So let's read the exercise for week three. And, of course, I'm, I'm reading this from the ebook version of the Master Key System that I published, uh, which is beautiful and it's amazing. And uh, I have the exercises written in a red font so that they really stand out so you know when, hey, that's, that's something a little bit different now. That's the exercise. And uh, it really makes it uh, very easy to find and to read. So uh, you can get a free copy of this. And this is the version that uh, we use on all these calls so that you're, you'll – Never be on the wrong page with us. You can get that at www.thefreemasterkey.com. Very easy, thefreemasterkey.com. It rhymes. And uh, it's, of course, a free ebook download of the Master Key System. So the exercise for week three starts at point 29 and ends at point 33. I'm not going to read the point numbers. I'm just going to read it straight through. For your exercise this week, I will ask you to go one step further. I want you to not only be perfectly still and inhibit all thought as far as possible, but relax. Let go. Let the muscles take their normal condition. This will remove all pressure from the nerves and eliminate the tension which so frequently produces physical exhaustion. Physical relaxation is a voluntary exercise of the will, and the exercise will be found to be of great value as it enables the blood to circulate freely to and from the brain and body. Tension leads to mental unrest and abnormal mental activity of the mind. It produces worry, care, fear, and anxiety. Relaxation is therefore an absolute necessity in order to allow the mental faculties to exercise the greatest freedom. 
make this exercise as thorough and complete as possible. Mentally determine that you will relax every muscle and nerve until you feel quiet and restful and at peace with yourself and the world. The solar plexus will then be ready to function and you will be surprised at the result. So just as Hanel states, we're taking it one step further and this is where the fun in many ways really begins. Now, of these three exercises, it all comes together in this one with the prior two exercises and this one it ties it together because panel is asking us to sit still to inhibit our thoughts to the best of our ability but to relax anyone who's received any coaching emails from me you know one of the big things I say is relax relax now relax in Hanel's sense, isn't about sitting sloppily. It's not about sitting on a beach with a Mai Tai. It's none of those things. It's about just losing the tension in one's body. It's, it's the difference between a soldier standing erect at attention and when the drill sergeant gives the command, at ease, and then he, you can see the shoulders drop, see the legs relax and spread apart, see the arms uh, 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 fall a little less rigidly. So it's, it's relaxing in the sense that we're, we're removing willfully the tension from our body. So just as in the prior exercises, we'll go to our place, our spot, we'll take our chair, we'll take where we sit, and we'll sit with the two feet on the floor Hands, hands on our, our thighs. We'll be still, motionless. And as, as we described when I uh, went over the exercise for week one, it's where, you know, chest is allowed to move as we breathe. You know, things that just come naturally are kind of allowed. We're going to inhibit our thoughts, and just like our, as we described it last week, just as for those moments, just as long as possible. And then since you've been doing it for about a week, inhibiting thoughts and, and doing the noticing the thoughts, stopping the thoughts, starting over again, it, it, it should be getting easier and easier to inhibit those thoughts. It should be almost second nature. But now you're going to relax. And that means just letting go. Anyone who, who's received coaching emails from me also knows I, I say that a lot, let go. I've, I've found a good way to relax, to, to lose the tension, is to give a good exhale. Just breathe out. And as you breathe out, just allow the exhale. Don't push it out. Just allow it to happen and then allow the muscles in your shoulder to relax just let go of that tension and all the way from our shoulders from our heads our shoulders 
down the rest of our body, all the way down to the feet. Make sure you're not curling your toes or pressing on your toes in any way. This is an important exercise. Panel states why right here. He says, you know, it, it's it's mandatory for us to get the blood to circulate freely. I think that's one thing. It, it, it's also necessary because it, as we you know, tense our bodies, we're just creating tension mentally as well. It's sort of one of those things, as we reviewed when we talked about week one, where it's the mind influencing the body, and likewise the body influencing the mind, sort of like a, one of those Merbius strips. So as we relax, we're letting go of those things. We're letting go of the tension in our body, which will in turn play on, the fa on, on releasing the tension in our mind. And of course, that will come into play when, as we inhibit the thoughts and stop the thoughts from coming. Now, what makes this important, this lesson, this exercise particularly important is, is, is this. In order for us to induce the brain change for which we're looking, in order for us to really get use of our affirmations, our auto-suggestions, or any other personal development techniques we might be using, it is essential that we are relaxed as we pursue those methods, relaxed physically, free of tension, free of mental anxiety, anguish, duress, because they don't work when, when we do them like that. Unfortunately, most people who recite affirmations to themselves, let's say, when is the time that most people do those affirmations? They want to lose weight. It's when they look in the mirror and are, and are disgusted with themselves. It's when they want to be the millionaire, but then they get the mail and all they see are bills, overdue notices, and then they look in their wallet and see lint and mobs. It's when they, they want to do something, uh, achieve a goal, but then they look and they realize that they do not have it. They do it when they are tense. And that has the same effect as a cartoon, the cartoons would often show, or maybe we even, maybe you even did it in actuality when you, when you were a kid. You know, you'd think there's a monster in your room, and so you'd hide under the cover and say, there's no such thing as monsters, there's no such thing as monsters. All the while, you're shivering, you're shaking, your, your teeth are chattering. The affirmations you said to yourself then didn't assuage your fears or worries. And when you do them now, they do nothing to help your cause. And the reason, more often than not, they do not help your cause is because when you do use them, you're tense. You're anxious. You're worried. 
you're fearful, you're fretting, you're using the affirmations or the auto-suggestion in a reactionary manner. This stuff is not to be used in a reactionary manner. If someone puts a mirror in front of you and and you're out of shape and your goal is to be in shape and someone puts a, a mirror in front of you and you see that image of yourself, you can't lie to yourself. And that's what we're doing. And we see that, we get afraid, we get anxious, we get worried, we get fearful, and we, and we want to do the affirmations thinking it'll help us when it's not. It's not. The way to do these affirmations and auto-suggestions and all these other wonderful techniques, which do work, is to do them when we are relaxed, when we have that calmness, that placidity of being, when our brain, our nervous system, the panel states here, our solar plexus is ready to receive that information, that counter-information. Counter-information in the sense of it's not a part of us yet, but it will be. That counter-information that means that what we want to be or what we will to be, as Hanel would write. And we have to be relaxed. And that's the whole point of this exercise. Now, Hanel says in that last point, the solar plexus will then be ready to function. You will be surprised at the results. Now, everyone will get a little different surprise. But in general, what I have found, what people I know who have, have really uh, mastered this exercise have found, is that it's just a great, wonderful feeling. It's almost like a, a, a little high. It's uh, almost like taking a good, strong cat nap in the siesta time of the afternoon. You, know, you wake up from that, you're just like refreshed and wonderful. Other people feel different things, but that's the one thing that most people feel. They feel invigorated. They, they, they feel jaunty. It's, uh, it, it's pretty wild, it's, and it's all because we're relaxing. We're letting things flow properly. And you're releasing all, all the tension from your, from your body. And that's just from doing this exercise. That's just from, you know, this, like I said, this is still, you know, foundation stuff. It's going to build to other things. And just like I said, one of the things it's building towards is the fact that in order to affect proper brain change, in order to make this stuff work, is that we have to do it when we're relaxed. Now, for some people I know, it might be difficult. might be like a hyper person. might be a very worry, worrisome person. We have to make this effort. Now, as Hanel notes, you know, we're, especially in the beginning, hey, do it for five minutes at a time. Should be able to handle that. Then build it up to 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. And, and once you get around 15 minutes, you'll be okay. That's that's fine. 
seniors don't want to sit around and, and be relaxed like this all day, <laughs> never get anything done. You do 5, 10, 15 minutes. Now, that's all you will need because let's say you hit it for five minutes and let's say you're going to practice just this exercise. You're going to do it, say, five minutes, three times a day. You're going to wake up in the morning. Maybe you'll do it when you awaken in the morning. If you have work, you go to work, hey, you have a lunch break. Now, th th what's great about this exercise is you could do it anywhere. And no one will look at you funny. You're riding on a train to work or riding on a bus. You're working in an office, or if you work somewhere else, like a factory or something, you could, you could take it into a break room. You just find a place, sit down, and never be embarrassed about it, because if anyone comes over, hey, what you doing over there? Just, ah, just hanging out, man, just hanging out. And you can go on your merry way, the other person will go on their merry way. And then, of course, you do this when you come home at the end of the night. And And... Like I said, this is a key ep uh, exercise. It's it's something that has to be mastered because this is really the the true foundation of of everything that comes after this. Once we get into the real hardcore visualization exercises and the and the real hardcore uh, mental exercises, because we want to always do our personal development in in a relaxed state. So don't, once again, I'm going to repeat myself. It's not a matter of how long you could do these exercises. Just because someone says, hey, I'll sit around and be relaxed, inhibit my thoughts, and be perfectly still for, for two hours. That's a big deal. Who cares? What matters is, is that you just do it for, for five, ten minutes in those moments, in those times. And that's all you need. And just to also reiterate, you know, these are exercises that are that are building for something bigger. And what we're doing here is we're kind of working out in the gym. So do your best with these exercises. And especially do your best with this one. If you've been having trouble with the exercises for weeks one and two, that's okay. Let's move you on up to week three and try putting them all together. It's very easy. Now, like I said, we're not looking to break the clock or anything. It doesn't matter if you can do it for five minutes or two hours. It doesn't make a lick of difference. But what does matter is just that you do it for a certain length of time and that you can get into that state, that state of relaxation, that state of physical stillness, and that you can inhibit your thoughts, if even for a few moments, if even for a second or two, that you inhibit your thoughts sense a thought, stop a thought. Inhibit a thought, sense a thought, stop a thought. Even if it's like that, but you're still and you're relaxed. And when you're relaxed, as Hanel says, it is a method of will. Just relax, mentally determined to relax, and let go. 
I don't think many people will have a whole lick of problems with this. It's, it's not a difficult exercise. It's not a scary exercise. And it's something doing something that all of us like to do. <laughs> but now we're just doing it in, in a more uh, codified way with a purpose in mind, with a reason in mind. I said that reason is so that we could get full advantage of all of the techniques we already know and that we will learn in the future. Relaxation is at the heart of all of them. So do your best to master this exercise and to master it well. So this is the, the rock foundation upon which everything will do in the master key system and with other techniques that are outside of the book. Uh, it's the foundation for all of them. So, go to it. Now let's open up the line for some questions and answers. If you would like to ask a question, please hit the five and the star key on your phone pad, and uh, we'll chit chat. Already have already one of these uh, one in. Um, hitting. Okay. Hello. Are you there with us? Oh. Yeah. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. And what's your name, sir? Where are you calling from? Hey. How are you, Tony? It's uh, Chris Gavo here in LA. <laughs> Hey, Chris in L.A., how are you doing, my friend? Doing well, thanks. Awesome. How can we help you tonight? Okay. Well, you made, um, as always, uh, a lot of valid points, uh, good points. Mm -hmm. And um, let's see. What? Well, one of the, my, my first question is, I, I looked up, um, but uh, how does, okay, the solar plexus, Mm -hmm. What is that? Uh, what's the definition or well, the context that uh, Haddle uses it in? I, I found several different variations, but well, let's, I'm going to look up for you. And uh, Hal describes it as the central point of distribution for the energy which the body is constantly generating. No, according to science, it's this place in our chest. Uh, it's like a mass of nerves. Okay, that's sort of like when you put your, you know, hand on your chest, like for the, you know, when they, for the Pledge of Allegiance or whenever they play the Star Spangled Banner or something like that. It's right around there, maybe a little lower, but it's kind of right in our core. And supposedly it does look like, like the core from uh, uh, the Return of the Jedi. Remember when they were flying through the Death Star? Did you see? We're, you're a Star Wars. You like Star Wars, right? Yeah. yeah Star Wars. Okay. So you know, in the Return of the Jedi, when Lando Calrissian and, and uh, oh god, I, uh, I can't think of the, the guy's name, the fish face, but they're flying through, and then they come to the core and it's thing, and it had all these things jutting out of it, and all this energy flying out of it. Supposedly, that's you know, sort of what the solar plexus looks like. But it's, like as, as Hanel described it, or defined it as that uh, 
the central point of distribution for for our body's energy, and it's uh, it really is a a uh, like a bundle of nerves, and uh, that's what it is. <laughs> okay, and, and is there a way that um, like when you do your exercises, do you massage it, or is there a way you can somehow manipulate it, I suppose, to where it enhances the experience? Or No. Uh, with these no. exercises, with, with, with the exercises we're doing right now for weeks one through three, we're to remain still. So there's uh, you know, no massaging or, or any movements like that to, to be going on. Um, and when it comes to, I mean, just outside of, of the realm of handle, not that I know of. It's something that's, you know, internal to us. So it's it's not like we can, say, uh, you know, massage our leg and massage a cramp out of it and, you know, even help with our circulation a little bit. Um, it's, it's not something that's, uh, to my knowledge, you, you know, affected much by, say, you know, the chiropractic or, or the Reiki. To my knowledge, if someone out there is much more knowledgeable in those arts, then please chime in. Um, it's it's something that's really awoken within us, uh, more or less mentally. Um, as Hanel states in the in a master key system, uh, you know, in uh, in actually the the questions and answers for week three, the week for which we are, you know, discussing the exercise. Uh, Question 29 is, how may we awaken the solar plexus? And the answer is to mentally concentrate upon the condition which we desire to see manifested in our lives. So as we relax ourselves, as we imbue our consciousness and, and by extrapolation, our subconsciousness with pleasant thoughts and good feelings, our solar plexus kind of takes, takes care of the of itself. So as long as we're feeding it good energy for you know, lack of better terms, it's going to distribute those good energies. So like I said, to my knowledge, there's nothing we can uh, do to aid it in that other than work on our mentality. Okay. And, and then um, have you found it uh, more effective or is it uh, one and the same where, let's say in, in the mornings when they say it's best um, to do the affirmations when we first wake up to, because I've tried it this where I'll speak into my, um, well, the iPhone has a recorder, the app, and then I'll play back, um, like let's say the day by day in every way I'm getting better and better. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just an example. Um, do you think the effect is the same if I hear myself say it? Versus me saying it. Um, some mornings, like I'm sure, you're like we're not um, like energized to go through maybe ten different affirmations. So I just kind of just feel like just laying there in bed and just hearing myself say it. You think it's the same effect? Um, I do. I do. I I think with affirmations, the big thing is is to get into this state of relaxation. Is it really at, at the heart of it? Doesn't I'm not gonna say it may doesn't matter. I mean, because we might have preferences for one thing or another. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I'm 
you know, speaking for all the guys in the room right now, you know, it, it, it would be wonderful to have my affirmations whispered in my ear by Heidi Klum. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I think that would improve the, their efficacy amazingly. And then for you ladies, uh, how about Brad Pitt with, you know, whispering the affor- your affirmations in your ear? Um, no, but the point is, you know, the more important thing is to have be in that state of relaxation. So, it, you know, when it comes to, you know, when do they work best, mornings or, or evenings? You know, it depends on the person, depends on when you could enter that state. You know, if you're waking up in the morning and you're not a morning person or you have an incredibly, you know, beat dog day (laughs) ahead of you and you know it, and, you know, you just can't get in that state in the morning, then it's not going to be very effective. Um but if you can get into that state of relaxation, then it will be. The reason why uh, you know, practitioners of this stuff have, have historically always said, you know, in the morning, is because we, there is that point in the morning where we're awakening and we're still in that sort of sleep-like, relaxed state, but our body's just getting that jolt of energy uh, that, of course, you know, awoke us. Hope you know. Hopefully, it was an alarm. Hopefully, it was a true jolt of energy. And but we're still in that sort of in between state. So we're relaxed, and and our our mind is very open because it is relaxed to to you know, suggestion. So it's it's a generally a, a a good time to to you know hear those affirmations. But if if it's a situation just like you described for us, uh, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you you know you don't want to do this and and that, it, it might be better to hold off or get into that state of relaxation. So this this stuff is not unlike say hypnotism in, in one sense, which is just it's not auto suggestion; it's someone else suggesting. Um, but what is it, the first thing a hypnotist does? He relaxes the person. That is what makes the, the, the person susceptible, for lack of a better word, to the suggestions the, the hypnotist will make. Act like a chicken. If they've achieved that state of relaxation, then they may act like a chicken. Of course, it all depends because a person under hypnosis uh, won't do anything that they wouldn't do in real life. Um, but it, it starts off with relaxations, and it, so it carries on with as we work with this stuff so that we are in a relaxed state as we practice it. It's Like I said, it's at the core of it. If you take anything at all from these this teleseminar series, take that Take that with you. You know the the, the 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 everything else. You know this is really going to be about sixty percent of it. Getting into that relaxed state. You know, not doing things reactionary, but allowing us to fall into that relaxed state. And then everything you know goes from there. Whatever techniques you use, it's there. And and 
you know, something I forgot to mention, but even in, in, in more, you know, practical uses for it, it's it's like, I don't know, I'm going to use uh, playing pool as an example, or uh, billiards, if you, if you like, you know, you go, you go to the pool hall, or you know, if you go have, have a few in a bar, you know, you hit the pool table. Now, if you go to make your shot, and you're tense, and you're like, oh man, I suck at I suck at this game. Oh, I always choke. Chances are you do, but there's always come, there comes a point where sometimes when you just feel in the groove, you're relaxed, and you're chucking and jiving, and and balls are just dropping left and right. More than likely, it's because you're relaxed. You were relaxed. I know it is because I'm not a very good pool player, but like I said, I, I have those magic moments when just relax, I'm, I'm feeling the game, and and it just happens. And we see that all over the place. Making a, a you know a, a putt in, on the golf course. You know when we allow ourselves to relax, it, it, it's just easier to to get it to flow. How about this? Ever have something on the tip of your tongue? Ooh, who is the actor who was in that movie? Oh, what was his name? Oh, oh, I know who it is. Oh, and what do we always say? You know what? Leave it. I know right before I'm going to go to bed, I'll forget about it, and I'll be, you know, brushing my teeth, and I'll be like, <clears throat> Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and and that's because we, we're relaxed. We allow the everything to, to flow. We're not tensing up as we sit there and trying to think about who that actor is, and we're tense. And it happens all the time, but once we allow that time to pass and then we have enough time where we just relax and get everything running normally, things start coming to us. You know, it's, it's this is what, you know, not relaxing is one of the main reasons a, a lot of people do poorly on tests. Now they've come, they know the material, so we're excluding the people who are, you know, truly, you know, not prepared. And we're, we're saying, you know, this person studied. They know the material. If 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 you got them on the scene, you know, in in, in real life, and just talk to them outside of class, man, they're they're helping their classmates. They're 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 tutoring. They could write essays. They could write papers that you know should should be hardbound and published. But they they have to sit down and take a test and can't do it for whatever reason. They they can't relax and and they're mentally they become. They become something, and it's something not good. I'm not saying that, you know, perfecting this technique would help them. There may be other issues at play, but I, I know this technique would not hurt them. <laughs> I know it would definitely help. So it all comes, it all starts with relaxing. And and you'll see it's, it's a big part of just improving the mentality in our everyday practical real lives. And uh, it's, it's, once you master this exercise and can kind of do it at will, just achieve, you know, assume that state. Like Hanel says here, some good things are going to happen, and it's pretty, pretty neat. Yep. Well, that's well, that's it. I have several other questions, but I'll, I'll email those to you, and then. Yeah, because I just way at least uh, some some of our other callers can can uh, ask questions and 
and then I think the other two questions that I have are related more to the visualization part that I experienced. So um, I'll just either email you or I'll just wait till next week. So that that, that, absolutely, fine. Chris. Yeah, you know I'm always available via email, and yep. uh, I'll be there. Okay. Well, thank you, Tony. You're very, very welcome, Chris. Thanks for joining us, and uh, thanks for asking your question. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night. Hey, anyone else have a question? Hit the five and the star key on your uh, phone pad, and uh, we'll solve your problem. We'll answer your question. Uh, like I said, this ex this exercise is uh, the foundation, and it's it's going to be key for uh, many many things that we do. Hello, this is Tony. Hey, Tony. Is this Matt? Yes, it is. How you doing? In Town. Very good, my friend. How yeah. are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Hey, uh, I have a question, and uh, I, I, if I can just say, I, uh, I didn't follow the instructions of the book where it said to work one section. Uh, but what I've done is I've read it over and over again. I've read it like four times, and now I'm going back and really doing the exercises. But mm -hmm. things are already happened. But I do have a question for you. Okay. Idealization, and I'm pretty sure what visualization is, and I know what manifestation is, but what is that idealization, uh, if you could help me out with that? Idealization is just uh, the, the perfect form of something. So okay. When, 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 you, when you think on your goals, like what is the ideal? Okay. Um, and, and when I work with uh, my, my private clients and, and let's say, you know, they're opening a business or they want to open a business or, you know, they're working on a business plan. Uh -huh. is, a business plan is really, hey, this is ideally how we see things happening. You know, we're going to, you know, we're going to need this much money to start and we're going to spend ideally this money here. That will cause all these customers to come through the door and spending this ideal amount of revenues of which, you know, this ideal amount will be profits, and this ideal amount will be what you, oh dear investors, will, will take home, which will be hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, it's an ideal situation. Okay. Now, we, we, I, I do this idealization because, you know, with, with just about everything. So if you're you know, thinking about, say, a relationship or a career or just a, a state in life, you know, we, we want to focus on uh, on the ideal, and uh, because that will, you know, help us to find it quicker. Okay. And uh, you know, in, in the form that we 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 want it, you know, rather than uh, you know thinking something willy nilly. Now, it's not to say our ideal thing is not ever going to change over time. But we, we, we should at least have something in mind that's you know, close to it, because um, with, without that, it's it's sort of like when, if we you know set a goal and, and the goal is well here's what I I, I got I got into a, a little bit of trouble with it because I thought I was just being funny, but <laughs> you know I, I I got an email. I, you know, people email me questions and 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 and, and their questions.
question was, uh, I want to make more money. That was it. That was the total email. I kid you not. It wasn't, hi, Tony. Thank you for taking the time. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know. here's my – it was, I want to make more money. And I said – so I, I just wrote back, you know, get another job. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. if you ask a, a vague question, you know, you're, you're going to get a, a, a vague answer, or in my case, a, a smart-assy answer. Uh, but it's uh-huh. like, you know, people say, I, 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 I want more money. And then there's the old joke goes, well, here's a dollar. There you go. Right. Have a nice day. Right. See, it works. No, you didn't specify how much money. And okay. so once you get to, to that level of idealization, ideally, how much money do you want? You know? Oh. You know? 500 bucks wouldn't hurt. You might get turned down, but if you know that you're looking for 500 bucks, you'll you'll know then, you know, one, maybe where you have to go, what you have to do. You know, you have better yeah. chances of finding it than if you just said, well, I, I want money, which... <laughs> yeah. Or like I told that woman, or, you know, emailed that one, and, and it turned out it was a woman because how I got in trouble was then she emailed back, and she was kind of hurt. And I don't want to hurt anybody. I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, and we ended up having a good conversation, uh, in, in, in which case, you know, because this person did have a job. They, you know, were doing a lot of the right things, but they just, you know, weren't firing on all cylinders. And so I worked with her a little bit, and I, I think I got her straightened out. And, you know, this was many, many years ago. But it, it, it's just that that idea of, like I said, keeping the ideal in mind. Okay. Um, so, and then, okay, so uh, it's, you know, I, I guess I should have known this. It's just ideally, this is what I see. And then the visualization are the mental images associated with maybe operating that or something like is that is that the difference between the two wait come back to me at, uh, with that again well ideally mm-hmm. the i have an ideal in mind i want to be a businessman i want to go into publishing all these kind of things that's idealization right now yeah. visualizing uh is making mental images of mm-hmm. how maybe i see myself in the future is is that the difference yes okay uh, idealization will be the like the plan all right um okay look at it this way so idealization will be sort of like the plans like let's say we're, we're talking about a building uh-huh. it, 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 very similar so the idealization would be the blueprints for this building okay so as you plot out your business career and your publishing career you know, it, it, it's going to have, you're going to have, you know, all the floor plans, the air ducts, the air conditioning system, the heating system, the fire escapes, you know, the, you know, the windows, the thickness of the windows, the distance between the windows, it, the material, you know, it's the blueprints. And right. the more detailed you can get that, and, and it will grow over time, because as you learn, you know, it's going to be just like uh, any other set of blueprints, you're going to find out, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, we can't do that because uh, uh, we found out that, uh, you know, the building codes have changed, so you're going to have to erase that wall. Um, oh, they, you know, we just had a, a huge advancement in, you know, uh, cooling, heating technology, so we, we don't have to have – the ducts don't need to be 12 inches wide. They could be six inches, whatever. But, uh-huh. but that's idealization. 
visualization is that pretty picture they give to the clients that says, this is what your building is going to look like when it's finished. Okay. So visualization is then, you know, painting, or nowadays it's, well, it used to be those, you know, nice little watercolor pictures. Now it's, of course, all done in 3D on the computer. Yeah. So the visualization would be, you know, making those mental pictures so that you can walk through it and you can see it and you can experience it mentally. That's visualization. And uh, so they're, they're two, you know, kind of distinct, not kind of, they are two distinct uh, forms of uh, thinking about a goal, a project, what we want to do, what we want. Uh, but, you know, just uh, as, as you can see, just slightly different ways of, of going about them. And uh, they're both pretty important. Well, and, uh, but I, I have one last thing to ask you. I don't, I don't know. I didn't find this in the book, but uh, I stumbled upon this, and it's. Uh, I just want to know your thoughts on it. emotionalization because Hanel says, that uh, thought impregnated with love is invincible. Mm-hmm. And um, what I'm doing is I'm making mental images. I guess I'm visualizing things. And then, uh, you know, like when I give my kids a hug or mm-hmm. there's just so many, you know, other good things, a courageous thought, I, I uh, think of what I want to do or what I want, and then I and, and, uh, it really just burns it into my psyche. Mm-hmm. And... Um, then, you know, I don't know, things are really just starting to happen for me, and I haven't really been doing that this long. And uh, I am meeting people who are in positions to work with me, and and uh, it's just fantastic. So I'm I'm a true believer in this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I am not a true believer. I just know that it's fact. You know, believing in yeah. something is, you know, having a faith in the unknown. I, no, I, I know this stuff works. I've seen it work. Uh, yeah. And it's. It's true. And when it comes to the, uh, like you said, uh, emotionalization, uh, that's a pretty decent word. I like that. Thanks, man. Um, you know, like I said, Hanel refers as the law of love. And it's right. not necessarily love as in romantic love or even brotherly exactly, love. Yeah. He means passion. Have, right. have energy about it. So, you know, hey, when, you're, when you think of your goal, you're like, yes, I want that. You know, and I've found a, a good test for that is if you're thinking about something and it's just, blank you know yeah. maybe it's not your goal because that's and this might be going uh, slightly off topic but you know I've, I've myself other people but sometimes we just adopt other people's goals because right. society tells us that hey this is a good thing or uh, I don't know we're, we're just somehow told along the way that hey we, you know you, you need to become a doctor or a lawyer or, or whatever, uh-huh. and fi- those are fine things to be. But uh, you know, if, if you think on, on on those goals, and it's you know, it, you, you have to really, you know, it's not a matter of hey, you're afraid, so there's something blocking that passion. It's there's not a whole lot there. You're like, man, I wish I could get excited about it, and I should be, but uh, you know, I, I just can't. That that's that's sometimes when we, you know, hey, look at hey, what do I want to do, and that's sometimes the hardest thing for people to to grasp and, and to really get. Yeah. Know, someone said it in the past. I don't know who people attribute it to Bob Dylan, others to others, to, others, to Benjamin Franklin, but it's a. Uh, and I'm going to mangle the, the quote, but I, uh, 
the lucky is the person who discovers what he wants to do early in life. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, sometimes it's a journey, but uh, uh, that, that's, that's uh, I guess, the point of life. But uh, if, if you're fortunate to find something that really turns you on and, and uh, you know, makes you feel that, that passion. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, that's one book book my reading of it um i it's emboldened me you know i've i've read it like four times now and i'm on my fifth read and i'm this time i'm really starting to concentrate on the exercises but um and that's, it's, yeah, and that's it's just i've just opened up and uh you know i'm i'm uh, my self assurance and all kinds of stuff is just uh gotten a lot better and uh it's just i it's just fantastic and uh you know napoleon hill talks about the burning desire Mm-hmm. And that's and I'm very passionate about what I do and, and that emotionalization of the, the several things that I try to do, just mm-hmm. to burn that into my my psyche, into my long term memory mm-hmm. in the solar plexus, and and then the, and then it starts working for you because things just pop into my head all the time. You know what I mean? No, ab- absolutely. And uh, if you have, you know, and, and, you know, we have, you know, we all have. But if you've ever met a, a, a successful person, a, a really successful person, whether they're in, you know, the arts or business uh-huh. or you know, in their career, there's this energy about them. Yeah, and that's that almost that bristling, bristling off. You know, right. uh, and it's 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 pretty wild. And that's like, like I said, you know, when you talk about you know the you know, the law of love and, you know, or, you know, their thoughts and imbued with love are, are you know, become powerful. Um, it, it's, it's that passion. It's, it's that energy. Yeah. You know, who likes people who like, man, they, they say, let, you know, uh, and, and we're all guilty of this from time to time, even these people, but it's like, you know, you, you know, uh, you'll be like, man, I'm hungry for ice cream. Let's just say, and you're like, yeah, if I could only get off the couch. But then this, yeah. these, you know, these people, they're they're the kind of like hungry for ice cream. Yeah, let's do it. No, better than that, let's make our own ice cream. God damn it, no, yeah. we could open an ice cream shop. You know, right. <laughs> you know, they already have this business plan laid out for the next ten years. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, uh, but they're, they're, and 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 that's you know, hopefully by doing these exercises and, and just by becoming as as the master key system. Is a is a constant reminder on every page as as we become conscious of our realize, yeah right. this is within us because no long like right here just said right here you know well let's 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 make our own ice cream and open our own shop right you know, the people who've been looking at this book for a while all of a sudden like hey hey why not how much would it take I know a place down the block yeah. <laughs> I, I know we could rent it out I. I I think we get that at a deal at like you know two bucks a square foot. <laughs> you know they're already mapping exactly. it out because they know all these things are possible. I mean these aren't just you know just don't just donor talk around you know in in, in the college dorm. This, no, no, this is stuff that can actually happen. Right. And, and it just takes some effort and and you know some mental effort, you know some some idealization, some visualization, and and. God, you know, anyone could have this, you know, the, the, our ice cream parlor up and running. And, you know, exactly. Month. Yeah. You know, and uh, what's, wild, what's wild about this, and, and you're, you're, you know, your spot on this book is a constant reminder that, that you know, this, you know, it's, all, it's within all of us. And, and, that, and that's, that's, 
you know, uh, on that webpage for those books, you know, the complete master key course.com, I, I used examples like, you know, Steve Jobs, you know, he just died. You know, uh-huh. him, 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 you know, Steve Wozniak hanging out. There two California kids, hippies. Yeah. They did something completely stupid. Hey, let's start a business. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, Tony, my brother, his, he's got a nursery, and it, there's kind of a mindset that you have to have. And he's got a small business. He's been doing it for 30 years, and he thinks one seed, one plant at a time. I told him that. And I mm-hmm. said, you, you know, you have to – like Sam Walton, he didn't think one store at a time. He, he thought a lot, and then he went backward. And I've worked with mm-hmm. very wealthy people and successful people, and that's how they think. It is, and, and, uh, but in regards to your uh, your brother, you said it was. Yeah, that might be just where he wants to be, though. Yeah, you know what? That's you what know, it is. And, and, That's exactly and, and, what it is. And you know what? Yeah. You know, there. You know, I've. You know, yeah, because sometimes have have that small business under the radar. You, know, you uh-huh. make enough money to be happy. Don't make right. enough money so that you have any major troubles. And that might be good for him. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. yeah, his wife buys into that too, but I, and I, I get one, that's what they want, you know. That's well, fine, I mean, but yeah. uh, they're just yeah. kind of yeah. clueless. They're kind of clueless to the other way of thinking. You know what I mean? Thinking mm-hmm. big and then going backward, developing a plan and then going forward, implementing your plan. They're just, it just like goes over their head. You know what I mean? They look at me mm-hmm. funny, you know? So anyway, I, I don't know. I know what you're saying, but and, and that's that's okay. Everyone has, like right. I said, everyone has their own place in life. And as my my only qualification for people is, and because and, I, I say this it's, it's is life, live it however you want to live it. It doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, my my only qualifications for that are, or caveats for that are, you know, don't complain. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean if 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 you wanna if you know, if you wanna be a like say a beach bum, which would be right. that'd be an awesome life. You know, live, uh-huh. live in a tropical climb, you know, have a little yeah. lean to hut, you know, fresh fish every morning. Uh, at least in my idealization. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, it would be a great life. But but you know, don't you know, don't you know, don't be complaining about, you know, oh man, those those millionaires and, and, and their fancy cars, you know. Oh, right. No, that they're they're playing a different game than you are, and uh-huh. you know, be be happy with with uh, that life that you have. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, our goals can be anything. Uh, for some people, you know, they're not happy unless they're making, you know, say, seven figures a month. Right. <laughs> Screw a year. They they need to make that a month. And personally, I'm not talking business revenues. You know, personally. Uh huh. And and that, that's that's phenomenal. Other people, hey, you know. You give them twenty thousand a year, and as long as they don't have any troubles, they're not complaining. They're happy as can be, and that's yeah. that's fine. Because the the you know for me the big part of this mash key system, like I said, however you want to live, however you want to define your life. However, yeah. it it doesn't matter. It, you know, because we're not. You know, th- this isn't you know a comparing uh, you know a comparing contest. You know, we're not we're not you know pulling up the rulers and seeing whose life is bigger and whose life is smaller and then laughing at each other. We're, we're, this is about 
live in a life that we want, and who cares what anyone else thinks? You know, so right. If you want to, you know, want to be a, a hippie or a yuppie or a, you know, a Wall Street or a protester. Uh huh. Define it. Define it. Run with it. And and that's point of the point of this book is, and you know, this whole philosophy is, whichever it is, you can do it. No one else is defining your life. You're defining your life, and it's all possible. So if you want a Fudd Miller, J. Fudd Millionaire with the mansion and the yacht, or, or you, know, you want to be uh, Bugs Bunny, the happy-go-lucky ne'er-do-well who's you know, running from town to town you know, trying to find Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I agree with you, Tony. And if everybody was a millionaire, who in the heck would work at McDonald's, right? We need people. I, I don't know. I I, I I like McDonald's. I, I love yeah, McDonald's muffin with egg. So yeah. I mean, I hear like they you know they get free meals on their shift. So I know a couple of people who would because they're so frugal. Yeah. <laughs> they, they could be coerced by the free meal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. Listen, you're a fantastic guy. And how often do you have these? Uh, every, every Monday. Every, every Monday. Monday. Yep, every Monday okay. at eight oh five, and uh, for the next till now, till now twenty one weeks, we'll be discussing uh, these exercises. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate. It now, uh, will you be sending? You're going to send another email out next week. I will. I will. Okay, and excellent. I'll, I'll, I'll listen in. Okay. I enjoyed it. Thank you very, very much, and I will be talking okay. with you soon. Have okay. A good thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Well, it's 9.05, and I, I told you when I first started this uh, cycle, I said, listen, I, since we're just, just discussing the exercises, I, I predict that these uh, episodes are uh, a uh, little you know, shorter than, than they used to be. Well, me, color me wrong. But anyway, uh, that's uh, the exercise for week three. Said This is the, the foundation of everything, folks. So do your best to practice it every day. You can practice it anywhere. It's not an embarrassing thing. Uh, and uh, you're going to get a lot out of it. And as you've heard from our, our two people who called in, that, you know, great things will happen and, you know, to know by knowing this stuff. So take your time with it. Practice it. If you have any questions, you'll find all my email information at tuneonline.tain.com. You can email me directly. Um uh, and, and I will endeavor to, uh, you know, help you with your problem. And as I just told Matt in Chicago, you know, we're going to be here next week. Time, time, same bat channel. And we will be discussing uh, the exercise for week four, which could be pretty interesting. So I hope you uh, you will join us. I will have uh, – this week's call up on the that website as, as uh, soon as I can get it up there. And until then, folks, as usual, and as always, please get first the best of everything. Have a good night, my friends. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Master Key Podcast. 
please visit www.themasterkeycoaching.com for valuable articles, observations, and insights about the Master Key system and the philosophy of success. While you're there, subscribe so that you're informed when something new is posted. The best way to succeed is to tune in, unlock, and attain. So visit www.thecompletemasterkeycourse.com and begin tuning in today. Thank you for listening. Be kind and have fun.